Well, today uh, we're continuing looking at the five stages of life that we're looking at in this message series. And last Sunday we looked at what we call prime time blessings, the stage from about the 30s to the 50s in life. And if you missed the message, you can watch it online on our website or on YouTube. And today we're going to be talking about the next stage in life, which I've entitled Senior Vitality. This is the life stage that begins about in the, your 60s and basically encompasses the time when some people retire and uh, many people retire. And we're going to talk about that stage of life. Now, our culture today is focused on youth. And uh, oftentimes, older people, the seniors in life, are not respected or honored. Last Sunday, we talked about the importance of children honoring their, uh, honoring their parents. Not just children who are living at home, but adult children honoring their parents uh, throughout life. The command to honor your parents is, is one of the Ten Commandments. Deuteronomy 5.16 says, Honor your father and your mother as the Lord your God commanded you that your days may be long and that it may go well with you in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. So this is the fourth of the Ten Commandments. So it's pretty important if it made the top ten, right? And uh, there's a wonderful promise with it. It's so important that God made this promise. He promised blessing in life and go well with you and a long life as well. And so uh, let's look at the New Testament. 1 Timothy 5, verse 1 and 2 says, Do not rebuke an older man, but encourage him as you would a father. Younger men as brothers, older women as mothers, younger women as sisters in all purity. And so this instruction is Paul writing to Timothy, who is a a young man, and he is encouraging him to treat senior men as fathers and senior women as mothers. That means that we are to honor and respect the elders or the seniors that we know, in a sense, as if they were our parents. So the way that we treat our parents is set up here as an example as how to treat other older people. Leviticus, last verse we're going to look at with regard to this, 1932, says, You shall stand up before the gray head and honor the face of an old man, and you shall fear your God, I am the Lord. And so fearing God includes respecting seniors, uh, the seniors in our own families, the seniors in church, the seniors around us, and this is important. Why is it important to God? Why is it important for us? Well, godly seniors seniors have acquired wisdom as they've lived their lives over a period of years. Wisdom that, well, be careful what I say because we have of seniors and prime timers and young people here today. So you have to be very careful uh, what you say. God loves all of us. Uh, but seniors have acquired wisdom over a lifetime. And that wisdom is important. That wisdom is something that should be listened to, that should be sought after by younger people. And as you seek that wisdom, God, not that everything a senior person says is God's word or everything you need to follow, but that counsel will be helpful to you in your life. Younger people can learn from the experiences, the counsel, and the examples, especially of godly older or godly seniors. 
So, so far this morning, we've talked about what the Bible says concerning how younger people should treat seniors. But the rest of my message, we're going to be focused on speaking towards seniors. Uh, if you're a senior today, here today, we're going to see what God has in store for you during your senior years. And if you're not a senior, if you're younger, you can learn something because, God willing, someday you will be a senior. And we all know seniors in our lives, and God wants to help us to understand the blessings that he has for them so that we can encourage them and honor them, the seniors that are in our lives. The first point we want to look at is that God is faithful throughout life. You can follow along in the white page in the middle of your bulletin. It has the scriptures written out there. I encourage you to take that out and follow. There, Psalm 37.23 says, The steps of a man are established by the Lord when he delights in his way. And so God's word considers our lives as journeys. Our lives have a beginning and our lives have an end. And we are all in the middle of that journey. And what does this verse mean when it says that a, a man's ways or steps are established or ordered by the Lord? Well, it means that God is going to faithfully guide your steps in life as you delight in him and he delights in you. The steps of a man, as I said, begin at birth and they continue in life throughout the senior years. So God does not stop ordering your steps as you get older. He continues to order your steps in life. And those steps represent God's guidance. They re represent God's direction. They represent God giving you strength to take the next step. And so as long as we're alive here on this earth, God is going to establish and direct our steps. David writes in verse 25, Psalm 37 was written by David. He said, I have been young and now am old. Yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken or his children begging for bread. And so David is writing this psalm as a senior, as an older man. He saw down through the years as he looked back on his life that those who were righteous were never forsaken by God. And of course, Jesus affirmed that, didn't he? He said, I will never leave you. I'll never forsake you throughout life. The children of those who are righteous were blessed. The children of those who were righteous were taken care of. And so we see in this verse that David, as a senior, speaking of God's faithfulness to us throughout our lifespan. Proverbs 16.31 says, Gray hair is a crown of glory. It is gained in a righteous life. Well, today, what do people do with gray hair? Well, two things. They either shave it off, or <laughs> not looking at anybody, or, uh, or they color it away, right? But gray hair, it says here, is a crown of glory. It's a mark of God's faithfulness through life. Gray hair is a mark of, you, you've lived quite a while. And God has been with you. He's granted you a life long enough to have this crown on your head of this crown of glory. 
And so we've seen that a long life is a reward of, of honoring parents, of walking with God. It's part of living a, a righteous life. And so it's a general principle in God's word that those who walk with God are blessed with longer lives. That's not an absolute principle, of course. Jesus didn't live a long life. But those who do not walk with God tend to live shorter lives. Uh, that's a, a tendency we see in God's word. But as seniors continue to walk with God throughout life, God will continue to be faithful to take care of, of each one of us. So let's talk a little bit more about the senior years, about God's faithfulness in the senior years. In the senior years, people get in their 60s. Uh, oftentimes, although lives are getting longer now, but tend to retire in their 60s. I mean, that's when Social Security kicks in and there's various reasons uh, why people retire in their, in their 60s. And as you grow older into those years, there are various challenges in life. There may be financial challenges as you retire and you may not have the income that you had as you were working. There may be health challenges. You may need to depend on children to help in certain ways. And the Bible actually instructs children to take care of their parents uh, in, in their older years. But the good news is that God is there with you. Sometimes as seniors, we may be tempted to worry. We may be tempted to get discouraged as some things get a bit harder in life. But God is there with us. God has not left us. He's promised to take care of us. He's promised to help us so there's no need to worry. There's no need to be discouraged. God will continue to provide for every need that you have. You can look back at your life. And as seniors, you've been around a few years. You can look back and see how God has carried you through and brought you to the day that you are living in, and He's going to continue to do that. And so as seniors, we need to be thankful that God has been faithful and God will continue to be faithful. He'll never, ever forsake us. And so we've looked at David and some of the wisdom and counsel that he gave as a senior to those who were younger. Now we're going to look at another person in Scripture and uh, learn about, as seniors, there are victories yet to be won. Joshua 14, verse 10. This is a man named Caleb who is speaking here. He says, And now, behold, I am this day 85 years old. That's a classified as senior in my stages of life. I am still as strong today as I was in the day that Moses sent me. My strength now is as my strength was then for war and for going and coming. Who is this Caleb? Well, Caleb and Joshua were two spies that Moses sent to spy out the promised land to see if they were to go in and take the land. Caleb and Moses saw the land, they saw the enemy, and they came back and reported that, they came back with a good report and reported, we can do this. God has given it to us. Let's go in and conquer this land. Well, there were 10 other spies. They came back and said, oh, there's giants there. We can't do anything. We cannot go in. We need to uh, stay out. <clears throat> and so the nation of Israel then <clears throat> refused to enter the promised land. And God judged them. They wandered for 40 days in the desert. Uh, for, no, 40 days, yeah. 40 years in the desert. All that generation passed away except Caleb and Joshua because they had faith. Caleb was now 85 years old. The 
uh, Joshua was now moving into the promised land, conquering it, and Caleb announced to Joshua he was not ready to relax and just play shuffleboard. Okay? He was ready to go into the land to fight and to win another victory. He was looking to conquer the enemy. And so he said in verse 12, Now give me this hill country of which the Lord spoke on that day. For you heard on that day how the Anakim were there with great fortified cities. It may be that the Lord will be with me and I shall drive them out just as the Lord said. And so Caleb was asking Joshua for the hill country as his inheritance, as his possession that he had seen 40 years ago. Now this was not going to be an easy task because it says here that the Anakim lived there. The Anakim were giants. You remember the nine, who's the most famous giant, uh, Goliath, over nine feet tall. Goliath was one of the Anakim. They were huge men, uh, and he was from this same hill country. As we continue to read in Joshua, we see in the next chapter, it records Caleb's conquest of this hill country and his defeat of the Anakim there. A number of giants were there that he defeated at 85 years of age. And so Caleb had faith that even in his senior years, God was going to use him to win great victories. Psalm 92 verse 14 says, They, and they here is referring to righteous, righteous people, they s- still bear fruit in old age. They are ever full of sap and green to declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock. And there is no unrighteousness in him. And so the psalmist writes of seniors bearing fruit in their old age. Now, you might not want to go around saying I'm full of sap, okay? But you see what, you see what it's saying here, that you're not all dried up. Uh, you're still alive. You're still functioning. You're still bearing fruit. You're still going to be productive. And what is the fruit that you're bearing? Well, it's saying that these seniors here are declaring that God is my rock. God is is upright. God is with me. I'm going to declare the wonders of God as long as I have breath. God is the firm foundation of seniors throughout their days. And God's plans include victories yet to be won by seniors. The victories are not just for the young. They're for people in the prime time of life. They're for seniors as well. And so as seniors, you may retire from the job that you had during your prime time stage of life. But you must never retire from God's army. Uh, You never retire from God's army. You must never retire from seeking to expand the kingdom of God. Now Calvin gave us an example here. Calvin is retired. Calvin's a, a senior and he's Going all over the place, doing things that many of us younger, well, I'm in the same class as him, but many younger people wouldn't even attempt. And Calvin is a good example of using the more freedom that he has to serve God. So don't count yourself out as a senior. Like Caleb, God has battles for you to fight and battles for you to win. He has victories for you to accomplish. God has fruit for your life to bear. 
God has messages for you to speak for him. Ask God for the victories that he has for you to win. Ask God for what he wants to encourage you to do. Ask God for the words God wants you to speak. These are victories that God has for seniors. Next, we, as seniors, need to be faithful in serving God. We're going to look at another senior this morning from the New Testament. Luke 2.25 says, Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And this man was righteous and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. So, so far this morning, we looked at the example of David, we looked at the example of Caleb, and now we're going to look at a man named Simeon. Now, everything that Luke writes about Simeon is, is really very positive. Simeon was righteous, it says. That means he was living a godly lifestyle. Undoubtedly, he'd been living that lifestyle his whole life. He was devout. He was committed to serving God. It says he was waiting in faith for the consolation of Israel. What was that? Well, that was the Messiah. They were waiting for the Messiah to come. He was waiting. He was longing for the Messiah to come. And last but not least, it says the Holy Spirit was upon him. It says in verse 26, the Holy Spirit, it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And Christ here means Messiah. And so Simeon was seeking God. The Holy Spirit was upon him. The Holy Spirit was speaking to him. Even though he was old, the Holy Spirit told him, you're not going to die until you've seen the Messiah. Now, that was an amazing promise. You see, the last prophet, Malachi, was like 400 years before. Nobody had prophesied since then. Of course, Malachi prophesied the Messiah was coming, but it's 400 years later. That's a long time. Everybody's saying he's never going to come. I mean, this is just not going to happen. And yet, the Holy Spirit told, Messiah, uh, told Simeon that the Messiah was going to come, and in his lifetime, he would see him. What an amazing... I mean, my first thought, I'm putting myself in Simeon's, oh, that can't be God. I mean, it's been this long. Why... Why in my lifetime would I get to see the Messiah? But Simeon believed God. He had great faith. He believed he would see the Messiah in his lifetime. But what happens next? Verse 27, And he, that Simeon, came in the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him, that Simeon, took him up in his arms and blessed God. And so one day, the Holy Spirit directed Simeon to come to the temple, and lo and behold, just as he came to the temple, Joseph and Mary were coming with Jesus to dedicate Jesus to the Lord. And Simeon met them there, and he instantly knew this baby, there was no halo over Jesus' head, he knew by the Holy Spirit this baby was the Messiah. He took him in his arms, he, he blessed the parents, he prophesied over Jesus. We're not going to read the prophecy, but he prophesied that Jesus would bring salvation to the Jews and to the Gentiles. God gave him revelation of what Jesus was going to do. And Simeon knew now that he could pass in peace. He must have been a very old man. I'm reading into the story because 
the promise of the Holy Spirit had been fulfilled. He'd held the Messiah in his arms. And so Simeon was faithful in serving God throughout his senior years. And that's an example for us as well. Now one of the things that strikes me most about Simeon as I read this this little story here was the repeated mention of the Holy Spirit. Basically every verse that we have read this morning mentions the Holy Spirit. Now this story takes place before the Spirit was poured out on Pentecost. And yet Simeon had the Holy Spirit upon him. Simeon was guided by the Holy Spirit. He prophesied by the Holy Spirit. And I might say that the Holy Spirit is key for us at any stage of life. But today we're talking about the senior years of life. The Holy Spirit is key to fulfilling God's purpose in that stage of life. God gave Simeon something to live for in his senior years. Sometimes seniors get discouraged. They've lived for a family or they've lived for their jobs. And now what is left? Sometimes they get very discouraged. But God will give you something to live for. God will give you a purpose in life. Simeon was to wait to see the Messiah and to prophesy over him. That was Simeon's mission in life in his senior years. That gave him a reason to live, a reason to get up in the morning, a reason to come to the temple. He carefully followed the Spirit. And Simeon is an example for people at every stage of life. But today we're talking about seniors to give you a purpose for each and every day that you wake up. God will give you a mission or multiple missions in life in your senior years as you seek Him through His Spirit. And as you carry out those missions, maybe some bigger, some smaller, He's going to give you victories. Victories in the Spirit. And your life as a senior will speak to younger generations as well to encourage them to follow God as you are following God. Be faithful in serving God through the power of the Holy Spirit. And so today we looked at David. As a se- First of all, David as a senior understood that God is faithful throughout life. He doesn't abandon you as you get older. He'll never forsake you. He'll be with you every step of the way. Caleb at 85 inspires us to look for victories. To not say it's all over. I have nothing more to accomplish. To look for victories at every stage in life. Yet to be won. Don't count yourself out because you're a senior. Count yourself out because you're a young person. Don't count yourself out if you're a follower of Jesus Christ. There are victories to be won by faith in God's power through His strength. God has much fruit for you to bear in life as a senior, to bless other people. Finally, Simeon in his old age gives us an example of faithfully serving God through the years. He believed in God's promise to him. And he walked in the Spirit until that promise was fulfilled. God has promises for your life as well. No, it's not going to be holding the Messiah in your arms. But it's going to be something else. Something else that he's prepared, he's equipped, he's put you in the right position to accomplish. Keep believing in God to fulfill his promises in life. And he will. He will. Bring them to pass as you trust Him. So be encouraged. Keep on following Jesus. Now this morning I want to give everyone here an opportunity to 
repent, to become a follower of Jesus Christ, or perhaps to recommit your life to Him. That's always a good thing to do from time to time. To do that, you need to admit that you've sinned, that you've done wrong things. You repent, you turn away from that sin, ask Jesus to forgive you, believe that Jesus died on the cross, that your sins might be forgiven. He rose from the dead, He's alive today, and you commit yourself to following Him as your Lord and Savior. So I'd like to ask everyone to bow your heads right now, and I'm going to pray a simple prayer. I encourage you to pray along with me if you've never prayed a prayer like this before, or perhaps you'd like to recommit your life to the Lord. Father, today I admit that I've sinned, I've done wrong things. And I repent, I turn away from those sins. And I ask for your forgiveness. I believe that Jesus died on the cross, paid the penalty for my sins, that I might be forgiven. Come into my life. I believe you're alive today. You rose from the dead. And I commit myself to following you as my Lord and Savior.